You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Wisconsin State Journal's own Tom Oates uh, now here. Tom, how you been, buddy? Great. Yourself, Bill? I uh, cannot complain. I got a chance to get home and see my dad this weekend, my kids this weekend. So all is right with the world right now, at least uh, as far as I know. So not too bad. Hey, uh, we're going to be coming back. So, yeah, back, I, so. I, I hope we come back unscathed, I guess, is the best way to put it. And that's the I guess yeah, well, is everybody's concern. So, right. We'll I see. Agree. We need to come back intelligently. Yes. Completely agree with you. Um, speaking of coming back, do you, if you had to put odds, which one do you think is coming back first or at all? Is it going to be basketball, the NHL? Is it going to be baseball? Or do we just wait for football to finally say we're Teflon and we can come back? I think the NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball are going to play, although I think Major League Baseball has to come to some sort of agreement between the between management and the players, and uh, that's probably a bigger deterrent, I think, than than uh, you know the pandemic that's that's going on. Um, but I think they'll all come back in some form. I don't think there'll be a form that we we recognize in terms of divisions and number of games and all those playoff formats and all those kinds of things. But I think they'll come back. If the NBA comes back, um, I'm not necessarily in favor of jumping right back into the postseason, but some players have expressed, and I get it. Look, you don't want to come back if you're not going to, if you don't have a shot at the postseason, only to come back and be a couple of warm up games for another team that is going to the postseason. So I completely understand that. But how difficult do you think it's going to be? We'll just say for the Bucks in general, do you think, just to jump back into this thing? Because it's really, you're trying to pick up that momentum from where you left off. Well, everybody's. Everybody's in the same boat there. Um, I guess my question, my biggest problem with some of the things that have been discussed would be the Bucks have worked pretty pretty darn hard to get home court advantage throughout the playoffs. And, uh, you know, they've been almost unbeatable at home. So uh, that's a tremendous advantage lost for the Bucks if they, if they all go and, you know, spend uh, – spend a month or two in in Orlando that's uh that's a, a huge advantage lost for the bucks i guess it would put everyone on even footing as well but the bucks have earned the right to not be on even footing so that that would be a shame if that happened when it comes to major league baseball you had discussed uh, the, the monetary issues probably some of the things that need to come uh to be agreed upon before this uh, this you know entity can come back um, I had asked Bart Winkler this earlier. We talked about this last week. Some of the players have been outspoken about their pay. And in today's day and age, it's in the state in which we live, it's really difficult to say it's it's just bad form to talk about money at this point. 
So to me, if we don't get a baseball season because of some of the things that have been stated back and forth, is there a level of blame that you put on ownership versus the players or vice versa? I put it on both. That's been a, a horribly contentious relationship for 50 years. Um, they don't get along. They don't put the good of the league, uh, uh, or I should say very seldom do they put the good of the league uh, as the number one priority. I think they've done that in football. They've done it in, in basketball, and they've done it in hockey. And I don't think they've they've done it very often in baseball. Uh, uh, you know, it's kind of like modern politics. They just don't. Uh, you put them in the same room, and you think they could come to an agreement, but they they don't talk that much anymore. And uh, they come at it from two different sides. And I'm I'm a little worried about baseball if they if they don't reach an agreement, or they won't play this year. If they won't don't play this year. Um, I think a, a, an entire year off would really hurt baseball. I completely agree. The uh, the NFL I wanted to get into, and I want to get into, but more so the Packers. You and I have really not had a chance to kind of chat about the Packers draft and about where they sit right now. Um, I, you know, the, the old adage is if you're not getting better, you're getting worse in the NFL. There really you no know, is be, in between. Do you think the Packers are better where they sit today or they're worse where they sit today? I think they're about – about where they were. I don't think they've improved themselves. I, you know, they got a couple players that I don't think they maximized their draft. Let's put it that way. Um, I think they could have got the running back later. I think they certainly could have got the tight end later. That's not maximizing your, your draft potential and, and, and the draft capital that you have. Uh, that's reaching for a player to satisfy the coach and fit his system. Um, and, I agree. If they didn't like any of the wide receivers, um, you know, they should have taken them, but they did like some of the wide receivers. They tried to trade up in the second round to draft a wide receiver. So they did like some of the wide receivers. Um, I, I don't know. It just looked like they, they were, they were trying to fill some niches, uh, you know, a quarterback of the future, a, an H back type player, a, a big running back. They were trying to fill some niches and ended up, reaching or spending valuable capital to go get those guys when maybe if they would have just sat sat where they were, they could have gotten them. That's, that was my thoughts on the draft. They just didn't maximize what they had. I, you know, I'm sure all those players will help and, and, you know, they'll fit the system, uh, you know, but the entire draft is going to be judged on Jordan Love and we won't know that for two or three years. That was going to be my next question. Does this draft – Let's just say this team doesn't fulfill the the thought, and let's say they don't make it to the postseason, or if they do, they're a one-and-done for the next couple of years, and they really don't maximize, as you said, the potential and what they had left in the in the waning years of Aaron Rodgers. Does Brian Gutekinds, does, does he get defined by this draft? He could. I mean, you, you certainly – I mean, we've – Ted Thompson went for years on the Aaron Rodgers pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, would the opposite happen if if Jordan Love doesn't pan out? Um, I, I just say, I thought it was very interesting that at the time of the draft uh, we had already started the Michael Jordan series, and and that was all about making that decision when to turn the franchise and go away from you know a current group that's winning. And in the NFL, that's more to me relates to the quarterback position as opposed to two or three star players. And, 
uh, like basketball, but it's the same thing. Um, how, you know, should the Packers go for it this year, draft a wide receiver maybe and a tight end and a defensive uh, inside linebacker and plug them in and see if you can't really go for it here in the next couple of years while Aaron Rodgers is, you know, still in his mid to mid to late thirties and still functioning very well. Do you go for it or do you prepare for the future? Uh, they must have really been sold on Jordan Love. That's all I can say because otherwise you don't make that move. You, you uh, try and add to what you have. Uh, but on the other hand, maybe they looked at their team realistically and said, we won all those close games last year. We're not going to win them all next year. And maybe last year's team had a better record than, than its talent uh, would have indicated. So, And they were expecting a step back this year anyway. I don't know. You know you'd have to know the inside their their uh Brian Gutekunst had or their their staff meetings to truly understand what what their thinking was but um you know obviously they saw a chance for a quarterback that they really liked and they jumped all over it talking with Tom Oates of the Wisconsin State Journal has Aaron Rodgers now I've said Aaron Rodgers still has those moments that make you go wow that's Aaron Rodgers um, but there are times where, because he had set the bar so high that inexplicably there's a, a poor throw or a, a poor movement or a poor read. Um, and I still go back to, he has not been the same quarterback consistency wise since Anthony Barr fell on him and broke that collarbone. Do you agree with that? Or do you look at Aaron as just saying, you know what, maybe it's just father time starting to grab you by the ankles. I think it's father time. I think, you know, your athleticism erodes, especially in a sport like that. I mean, look at Brady last year. I don't care how well the Patriots did. He did, he, he at times looked old, and he's going to look old again this year. Um, uh, I, I wonder with Rodgers if it's, you know, he did he, he played the same way for the first 14 years of his NFL career. Uh and especially in the back half of his NFL career with Mike McCarthy, where they, you know, they had uh, second reaction plays built right into the offense. And now all of a sudden he's being asked to, you know, get back there and first open receiver, boom, get rid of it and line up and run another play. Uh, you know, I, I wonder if, you know, maybe he hasn't truly, uh, Maybe he hasn't accepted it. Maybe it's just hard for him to break old habits. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you don't do something for 14 years and then all of a sudden change. I don't think you do it and, and do it really well. I think for for Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur to coexist harmoniously, though, I think he has to start really running the offense the way Matt LaFleur wants him to run the offense. And so we'll see what happens. But uh uh, so I'm not I'm not willing to say he is he the quarterback he was five ten years ago. No, he's not. But he's also almost uh, soon to be 37 years old. Uh, you know, it's like a pitcher in baseball. When you lose a few miles off the fastball, you have to learn how to pitch. Right. Maybe a little more. And and uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers has to adjust to the fact that he's not the, that nimble guy. Maybe or quite as nimble, I should say, as he was back then. Or you know, maybe his feet, uh, he used to have a great ability to get his feet
feet squared away underneath them at all times, and I don't see that sometimes now. And, uh, you know, the, 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 a lot of scouts will tell you the feet are the first thing to go, so you have to watch things like that. And uh, But he has to make adjustments, too, as he gets older. I think we all do. Hey, uh, interesting piece before I let you go. You wrote uh, on the top ten Wisconsin sports families in the state of Wisconsin. What prompted that? I don't know. It's just something I thought of one day. But, you know, uh, you look at these people, uh, there's families that just, they they keep showing up time and again. And one one member or another, the Bennetts, the Watts, uh, Bob, Bob and Mark Johnson and... You know, they, 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 uh, they, uh, I can't remember who else I had in there. Uh, Wes, Wes and Wesley Matthews. Matthews, and, uh, yeah. Gumbawale. You know, yeah. There's just, uh, these, these names just keep recurring and, uh, and, and they touch, you know, the Wisconsin sports fan in a lot of ways. I mean, there's been a lot of Bennett's. They're, you know, look at uh, the, Probably the best set of three brothers ever to play in the NFL are currently in the NFL, and they're they're from here. So I don't know. It just was, you know, the kind of thing you think about when you're stuck and you don't have any events to cover, and uh, you're stuck at home and do some research and hope you don't forget somebody. Tom, always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for catching up with us for a couple of minutes, and we'll be in touch. Okay. All right. Sounds good. See you, Bill. Appreciate it, pal. There you go. Tom Oates of the Wisconsin State Journal joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE to go to schneiderjobs.com. 844-PRIDE to go to schneiderjobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.